0: Hey Cousins, welcome to Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. Hello Cousins, this is Cornell Wright, the People's Lobbyist. Welcome to this conversation of Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. Today we're going to talk about Texas. I know I mentioned we were going to talk about the Stock Market last episode, but hang with me, this will be worth your time. So Cousins, let me say first a heartfelt shout out to all the Cousins in Texas who have experienced any difficulties associated with the recent weather event that they had. We're sorry for the losses, both personally, property, opportunity, timing, just everything. It's horrific. But this is Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. And so we want to go back and review some of the decisions, some of the situations that may have led to some of those circumstances the Cousins in Texas experienced. On January 7th, CBS Science News reported that there was an event occurring in the North Pole called a sudden stratospheric warming, SSW. It's all tied into the polar vortex, all the meteorological information. I can't explain it to you in detail, Cousin. The link is in the description to take you through that for more detail. But basically what happened is, in the atmospheric administration, it went from a minus 110 degrees down to minus 10. And that extra warm air moved what you just count up around in Canada, you know, the cousins up there. It moved it down, so it impacted with more severe weather than we've experienced in the past into Texas, Oklahoma, all the Midwest states, et cetera. And we saw the results. Because they perhaps weren't as prepared for cold weather and winter, as perhaps in other parts of the country, they had significant problems and, in some instances, deadly. So what happened, cousins? The problem is that so all of a sudden you start looking at these things, and what caused that situation in North Pole? Climate change. As my grandmother used to say, are you going to believe me or your lying eyes? It happened. It is continuing to happen around the country and around the world. Just to give you a for instance as to how important this is, in 2020, the CEO of Blackstone, one of the world's largest private equity firms, the CEO Schwartzman, Schwarzman said that businesses must address climate change. And in fact, his organization, which invests in a number of businesses and industries around the world, they were going to start to factor in climate change as part of their analysis of risk of any organization or any investment they were going to make. Cousins, that means capitalism meets climate change. You with me on that? There's no way around it. So we need to start being more concerned about climate change, I believe, for everything that we're involved with, right? Look what the cousins had to go through out in Florida. Excuse me, what the cousins had to go through in Canada. Let me take one for you. It was a difficult situation, part and parcel, because things weren't prepared for the cold. The governor has come out and said, well, you know, don't believe in some of the green energy considerations because it failed us in Texas. Well, I did a little more research on that. And yes, the governor, it did fail, meaning the wind turbines did fail. And to their credit, Texas is the number one state in the United States with wind turbine as a percentage of their grid but it's only 10% of their grid, Cousins, of which from what i my reading, 7% was what was required and anticipated to be part of the grid at any given point in time for support. Now, so the governor was kind of misleading, I would say, to think that 7% is going to take out the whole state as it did. No, Cousins, that's a bad idea. But what did happen is, think about it, Cousins, We also have cousins in North Dakota and other parts of the country, as well as around the world in cold environments who have wind turbines. What happened in Texas? They hadn't been winterized. Cousins, if you don't winterize something and you have a winter event, guess what? It's going to fail. That's not a failure of green energy or green policy. That's a failure of management, maintenance. What other bad idea you want to call that, cousins? And let's say some people don't believe fat meat's greasy. If you don't winterize something and you have winter, it's going to be a difficult situation, right? So the other part of this is that our hearts poured out to our cousins in Texas. We wanted to help them. Unfortunately, the good cousins in Texas decided they weren't going to be part of the national power grid. Which means that once you got to the borders of Texas, you couldn't even run an extension cord across the border. I'm joking. But the whole point is they're not connected to the internet, to the power grid within the country, so we couldn't have helped them out in other ways. And why is that important? Because electricity is one of our key energy components of our society. What do you use in your life that's not electrically based or electrically charged? And cousins, years ago I was in Florida in the middle of a hurricane. The electricity was knocked out. Guess what? There was gasoline in the tanks at the gas stations, but with no electricity, the pumps won't work to pump the gasoline out of it into your cars. You follow me? So with no electricity, none of the pumps work. So with the great infrastructure they have in Texas, and I mean that positively, of having a natural gas-flowing opportunity, if the electric pumps that pump the natural gas through the pipelines can't work because of no electricity, the gas, the liquid gas can't get to the power plants to create the electricity. You follow me on that? So you have to have some electricity in order to get the pump started in order to be able to produce the pipelines for, 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 the, um, for the liquid gas. That's a problem. We couldn't help them. Now, they, they decided not to be a part of it. There's a lot of good reasons, I'm sure. One of the considerations is a freedom opportunity that if you're part of the national grid, You also then have to adhere to inspections, adhere to standards, and other aspects that all the other states need in order to be able to, what, try to maintain, secure, and harden our infrastructure so that we don't have significant power outages as we had. Cousins, that's a bad idea. Come on, Texas, please come back. Now, to their credit, they have some of the lowest electricity costs in the country, but As a friend of mine said, you're going to have to pay sometime somebody. This is maybe one of those times. And certainly it's fair to say that, well, gee, we hadn't had any sort of event like this in a long time. And that's true, too. But there's this risk assessment that people have to go through, and maybe they went through that, but now we've had it occur. Moving forward, it's not going to be as unlikely for it to happen again, right? Different factorization, perhaps leading to a different decision in a future time. So we kind of look at this, Cousins, and saying, our hearts go out to them. The roads were difficult. People went through a lot of difficulties. I talk, spoke with friends and relatives who I have living in Texas, and I'm sorry for all their grief and their hardship, but I really want them to be able to get back to normal as soon as possible. I know the president's declared a national emergency. The insurance companies are trying to manage, all right, and so hopefully it's going to work out for all our Cousins down in Texas as soon as possible. So... To the Texans, hang in there, and we want you to become a part of us, the U.S., the United States, right? Take care of yourselves. Our hearts, our prayers with you. And by the way, everybody keep wearing your masks because the vaccines are starting to roll out. Masks are starting, but still, cousins, we've had over half a million cousins in our country die because of COVID-19. You take care of yourselves. We'll see you next time on Brown Liquor and Bad Ideas. Ah the depuis...